No one is good. However, we often share in the same definition that the world gives when we talk about goodness. But God speaks of goodness in comparison to his glory. Yes, to be human is to be called good, to bear the image of the glory of God. But friends, all of us have sinned and fall short from that glory. And I grew up hearing this message when I was a child, when I was with the church, and I always thought, what's the big whoop? I honestly thought that me just coming to service would clear up any strikes I made throughout the week. And even if that wasn't the case, I regularly did not think about my sin in light of the glory of God. Man, was I such a lost religious person who kept on seeing the word being preached, but I never had ears to hear. If we looked at our sin in light of the glory of God, if we did, everyone who calls themselves a Christian would be repenting regularly, begging God for mercy like Isaiah when staring at the throne of God. That is what is happening when we come to the realization of the glory of God with our sin. We become undone. But please listen, friends. This undoing is not our demise. Because of Jesus, this undoing leads to the living hope that is our delight. Verse 24. This is good. Let's look at it. They are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. Friends, this is everything. This is good news. This is why we dance. This is why we celebrate. This is why we can move in joy because this is such good news. Jesus enters into our human history as God with us, full of joy and full of love and full of mercy. He walks amongst humanity with the same compassion as God walked in creation with Adam and Eve. He sees all of us and who we are and loves us with eyes filled up with desire to see all come to salvation. As sin separated us from our creator, scripture is really clear in a later passage in this later letter in Romans 6.23 that for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Sin demands a price, and because God is so full of love and in holiness and justice, God gives himself freely to pay that price. Yes, you heard me correctly. It is God who pays the price by giving his own life. His name is Jesus. Jesus is both fully human and fully God. It is Jesus who gives his life as a ransom for many. It is from a crucified God whom we receive salvation. It is a crucified God who we worship, who we look at a cross and cry, holy, holy, holy. 
This is a grace that is free and undeserved. We have done nothing to receive this redemption. God is the one who sees us in our pain and demise and planned and prepared a way for us to be free. He is the God who frees his people from the bondage of anxious production in Egypt. He is the God who frees his people from the wicked practices of Babylon. He is the God who frees his people from the sin and death of this world. He is Jesus. Jesus redeems us. He reconciles us into right relationship with God, with ourselves, and with each other. This is not by any work of our own thoughts and our own efforts. As it says in Galatians 2.16, and yet because we know that a person is not justified by the works of the law, but by faith in Jesus Christ. Redemption was not caused by our works to keep the law. Redemption was planned and accomplished by the finished work of Jesus on the cross. This redemption is through putting our full faith and our full trust in the reality of this truth, church, that we are saved and adopted into the family of God by the blood of Jesus. Our adoption is not assured by our achievement to woo God by our goodness. It was the wonder of a good God who brought assurance that through his blood, who signed us into the family of God, adopted sons and daughters. This is all because of the grace of God, a grace upon grace. All people can receive the grace of God in faith in the name of Jesus. Just as no one is good enough to be saved, no one is so broken that they cannot be saved. However, should we go on sinning so that grace, this grace would not abound? Absolutely not. Because we are receiving a Holy Spirit who gives us authority from our adoption over our sin. Holy Spirit is who calls us to remember our adoption and to remember our redemption that comes from such grace. That redemption comes for all his people who bear his image and who call on the name of Jesus. As the great preacher and teacher John Wesley says, salvation is the renewal of our souls after the image of God in righteousness and true holiness, in justice, mercy, and truth. Redemption comes to all those who are being renewed into the image of Jesus. Redemption comes to the single mother who is raising her kids on her own. Redemption comes to the anxious husband who works tirelessly to get food on the table. Redemption comes to the student who feels as if they were waving through the windows of life and no one can see them. Redemption comes to the child who runs to Jesus with eager delight. 
Redemption comes to the person who is ahead of you in traffic. Redemption has come to the person who has coupons in front of you in the grocery store. Redemption comes to the alcoholic who has given up on a future. Redemption has come to the achiever who feels that no one will ever be proud of them. Redemption has come for all ethnicities, African-American, Asian, Latino, Caucasian, Middle Eastern, for all are precious by evidence of the cross. Redemption has come to the porn addict who feels buried in shame. Redemption has come for the drug addict who feels no one understands. Redemption comes for those who are angry with God. Redemption has come for those who search for truth. Redemption has come for the poor in spirit, for the poor, the mourning, the humble, the hungry, the merciful, the pure in heart, the peacemakers, and the persecuted. Redemption does not come through the principalities and powers of this world. It does not come from a blue donkey or a red elephant. It comes, our redemption comes from a slaughtered lamb, the king of kings, the lord of lords, the master of the universe, the holy of holies, the good shepherd, the prince of peace, the one true messiah, the alpha and the omega, the great I am. Our redemption comes through Jesus and church only Jesus. Only Jesus. And that redemption was not defeated. For that redemption is eternal because of the great news of the resurrection. And that redemption tells the story of the great hope we have, of the glory we will see in restoration of the universe. The road of redemption that we follow is narrow and not many take it. The road of self-glory, self-salvation is wide and many are fooled that that road will save them. Church with the narrow road, the narrow road, the narrow road of obedience, the narrow road of Jesus That is the road that leads us to salvation. And we're not alone on that road. Jesus is the one who's leading us on that road. He is the one who's saying, pick up your cross and follow me. He's the one who's leading us on that road. And he's calling us to join him. And that is why I love the picture of the table. The table that Jesus hosts is one that he invites all his friends to. And if you are in Jesus, that is what is to be the church. You are in Jesus. You are in Christ Jesus. He calls you friends. All of you, no matter your story. Your story matters and he sees you. He does not just tell you to remember just him, but he also is leading us to partake in being the body of Christ. That's our identity. To see and remember that as his body was broken... So we break open our lives in reconciliation to each other. Jesus said on that night that it's by our unity, as he was praying to the Father, it's by our unity that the world will know. And what I love about the table, the round table, is that we come in unity. 